Hello everyone and welcome to 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. It's episode 61, the Ashley McBride special. Hello everyone, welcome to Isolation, welcome to the Quarantine Podcast. Hope everybody's doing okay, two weeks in. Um, it's a weird existence we're living in, but uh, you've got to make the best of it and... Uh, Make the best of it we will today with our review of Ashley McBride's Never Will album. Her second album comes out today, April the 3rd, and we're going to do a huge 10-minute review of the album. There's so much that I want to say um, about this album, and I decided rather than... Um, Rather than, uh, you know, put it into words for lyric, I'm going to put it all down on uh, audio. Just a quick pointer, if you do want to see a written review from me of this album, um, go to Your Life in a Song. Um, I have reviewed the album for Dan and Your Life in a Song there. And I'm going to come at it from, you know, a similar but slightly different point of view on this podcast. Ashley McBride is familiar to lots of us over here in the UK because... Um, of her absolutely fantastic, excellent performances um, at two consecutive C2C festivals. The first one in 2018, uh, when she was playing the Indigo and the smaller stages and was literally the breakout artist of the whole performance. I have not witnessed a buzz around an artist before Ashley played in 2018 and, and since. She just took that festival by storm. She was the one person everybody was talking about. And she came back the next year in 2019 and played a, a superb set from the main stage as well. So, you know, she took the UK by storm. And I know that she's very grateful. Uh, you only have to look at her social media and you only have to look at the, the videos that she puts out there, that she's very supportive, she's very appreciative, and she's very grateful of her UK fans. And that's a two-way relationship. It's a very symbiotic relationship. I think there's only one other artist, and, uh, and that's Kit Moore, that the UK has such, you know, such a hold on and such an intense feeling about. Yeah, we love country music here, and there are lots and lots of artists that have resonated with us. But the two that have really, I don't know, blown our minds, and the two that we feel are like almost adopted English people, British people, are Ashley McBride and Kit Moore. They are the two that I think have worked so hard to build a fan base over here and have seen their numbers flourish. So um, I couldn't wait to get an advanced copy of Never Will. I've been looking forward to this album for a long, long time. And I have to say, it is quite simply superb. I think she's taken everything that she did well on Girl Going Nowhere and just ramped it up. This just feels like such a big album. The lyrics are huge. The sound is huge. The guitar solos are huge. The country instrumentation on other songs is huge. Somebody has just blasted Ashley McBride out into the world and, and you know, unrestrained, um, uncensored. This is Ashley McBride, I think, to the max. And, um, you know, the, what gets me, what got me straight away when I listened to the album is that this is a superb mix of rock and country music. 
Um, she's rocked up the rock songs. She's countryed up the country songs. And, and it's just left her with this wonderful album that really flows together brilliantly. And one of the interesting things about the album is that every single song says something. You know, there's no fluff. There's no powder pieces. There's no... Um, ambiguous storytelling. There's no, well, it could mean this. Oh, look, I'm going for this thing that means lots of things to different people so that I can appeal to the widest set of people that I can. This is focused, focused storytelling. And, you know, right from the opening chords of Hanging There, Girl, right down to, you know, Styrofoam at the end, all these songs say something. Yes, Styrofoam says something that's quite silly uh, and uh, uh, and light. But do you know what? After after ten tracks of quite heavy, quite dark in places, uh, portentous music, Styrofoam is exactly what's needed to close down Never Will. Um, let's deal with the country songs first. The the first thing I reach for is. A wonderful, it's going to be a big live favourite, that one. You know, and what gets me straight away is that if you listen to the song in the background as wallpaper while you're going about your daily business, you're going to hum it. And it's not till you actually read the lyrics, it's not till you focus on the lyrics that you realise that there's a real juxtaposition in this song between the sort of uh, the, the lightness of touch that the music has and what Ashley McBride is singing about, which is essentially loss and alcoholism or alcohol dependency. And I'd go as, to, I'd go as far as to say that uh, you know, many of the songs on the album have incredibly meaningful lyrics, have incredibly painful, raw, truthful lyrics and yet the songs, you know, half the songs sound like Guns N' Roses or Def Leppard songs and half sound like Johnny Cash songs. But when you drill down, it is worth listening to this album two or three times up front and then sit down with the lyric booklet. Because I know that you've all bought this on vinyl or CD. You're not just streaming it. So you've all got the lyric booklets, surely. Yes. Sit down with the lyric booklet and just read through the lyrics because there are so many clever twists. There are so many uh, lines that smack you in the face. Uh, and, um, you know, one of those comes in Velvet Red, uh, which is one of my favourites on the album. And again, if you just listen to Velvet Red, it sounds like she's gone bluegrass. It sounds like Ashley McBride is sitting in the Appalachian Mountains on a porch somewhere, strumming on a banjo making bluegrass music, but the song means something. And when you get to the last line in the song, it will blow your mind. It's got one of those country switcheroos, one of those country twists that I love about this type of music that you really need to focus on. Martha Divine is a country song in its lyrical storytelling, in its honesty, in what it's singing about, but it's wrapped up in a sort of uh, rock sheen and again it, you know it's almost like the poster child for this album there's there's a wonderful mix of rock and country in there and I love the cheekiness of that song and I love the drum beat and I love the video the video trilogy that Ashley released up front 
uh, with One Night Standards and Hanging There Girl and Martha Divine was so great. Country music gets videos wrong 95% of the time. So many of the videos in country music are just shit. Puff pieces... They don't do anything. They don't say anything. And Ashley McBride has taken the time to try and weave three of her songs into a story. And Martha Divine, actually the video for Martha Divine, I think, augments the song in a way that most country videos take away from the song. Um, So she's even got that right as well. One Night Standards, Hang In There Girl. Absolutely superb, Fleetwood Mac-esque, dive bar in Dahlonega type feels where, you know, Ashley is mixing the the rock and country sides of herself. And, you know, you can sing along, you can enjoy the songs for what they are, but it's when you listen to the lyrics, you really, really drill down into the meaning behind both those songs. The title track blows me away. And, and again, this is what I'm talking about because I listened to that title track three or four times um, on the advanced copy I had. And it, it, I loved it. It was humming, humming away, you know, as a, as a song, as a piece of music. It really resonated with me. But I found myself getting to the fourth or fifth time going, I, I haven't actually taken on board any of the lyrics of this song. I don't know what it's about. I've listened to it four times. I'm enjoying it. And it's a strange title for an album, Never Will. That was when when she first announced that title a few months ago. I was like, I don't understand. Girl Going Nowhere, I can understand why you've called it that. Never Will? Doesn't, is Neverland? I, I didn't get what the title was. But when you read those lyrics, you understand why this, I imagine, was the only title that Ashley McBride would consider for this album. You know, it's another autobiographical um, polemic about how she's got to where she is now um, over the last 10, 12, 15 years. And, And it must mean a lot to her, and it means a lot to us. I guess the song that's going to get most press... Uh, from this album is Voodoo Doll. Um, the, the combination of Voodoo Doll followed by Sparrow right in the middle of the album is the money shot for this album. Both songs co-written amongst other people with um, Brandy Clark and both songs have really interesting things to say but Voodoo Doll is going to blow people's mind. It's like a Black Sabbath song. If, in fact, there are a couple of places where, in the album where I think she's leaning towards Black Sabbath. You know, there's Fleetwood Mac influences in there. There's Tom Petty influences in there. But there's some Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard and Black Sabbath influences in there. Voodoo Doll is such a heavy song. I'm sure some pure country tra- traditionalists aren't going to like it. But it's Ashley McBride's anthem. It's her zeitgeist song for this year. It's going to cause some concern amongst some people in the south and the country community but what a way to say what she wants to say in voodoo doll and I, I respect and I love her so much for that because it's just no fuss no hoopla no ticker tape parade here's voodoo doll you know take me as I am and then the, 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 the palate cleanser, as I described in my review on Your Life in a Song, of Sparrow right next to it, is just a one-two double hit. 
You know, Sparrow is essentially a song about the lonely life of a touring musician, but it's wrapped up in all sorts of different sounds, time changes, melodies. It's such a clever song. Um, the danger with Sparrow is that people's minds are still reeling from Voodoo Doll and they don't take on board just what a wonderful, lovely, touching song Sparrow is. So my task for you when you're listening to this album is listen to Voodoo Doll. But then really, really, really listen to Sparrow. It's such a wonderful, quiet, clever, restrained song. And so, wrapping up, I just want to say I think Never Will is a triumph. It's a massive, bombastic, ballsy triumph of a country rock album. I... I, I, I loved Girl Going Nowhere. I've loved watching Ashley develop as an artist and seeing her on stage. This is the next level up from what I would have expected this album to be. I expected her to produce a great album. I expected her to improve on um, Girl Going Nowhere. But this almost feels like a fourth or fifth album to me. She's, she's jumped. She's bypassed. Um, a certain section of her learning career and gone straight into where she would be, I think, four albums down the line, which is awesome because imagine what the next album is going to sound like. With this album, I think Ashley has put herself up with Luke Combs as being one of the two hottest, most sought-after, most talented country musicians out there. And Never Will is an absolute triumph. I can't wait for her to come back. I hope those September tour dates don't get cancelled. Or if they do, I hope she manages to reschedule them sooner rather than later. Because I can't wait to see her sing these songs from a UK stage. Get out there, listen to the album. Take on board Voodoo Doll, but take on board all the other songs as well. Sparrow, Styrofoam, First Thing I Reach For, Velvet Red. This is an album of depth, of raw, honest, painful truth. It's an absolute masterpiece. Thanks for listening today. This has been episode 61 of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. <laughs>